Okay, so we, we began discussing last week the, in the Agdama Samalaka, and we'll finish it today. Agdama Samalaka, where the Balatanya basically is going ahead and explaining to us why it's unproductive and not smart to write a safer. Right? Probably the last thing you want to do in an introduction to the book is write why you shouldn't be writing the book. Most of the time you're trying to explain why it's a smart idea to write the book. The Balatanya does exactly the opposite. He writes the beginning of Agdama Samalake, You can't compare seeing something in a safer to hearing it directly from Mashpia himself. And Mamele, he explains to us that there's three main reasons why it's not a good idea and why Sfarim have a major disadvantage over actually talking to somebody in person. We started discussing last week the first two and we'll, we'll get drop more into the third. And then hopefully we'll go into his explanation why nevertheless he wrote the Sefer and why hopefully we'll understand once we understand that, that the Sefer is very relevant to every single one of us in our own lives. So we, we began last week by explaining that the, two, the two main issues in writing a Sefer is one mitzad, the Kireya, the, one mitzad, the one who's reading the Sefer, that there's a big challenge. You can only read the Sefer based on your own experiences, based on your own intellect, based on what you know, the life that you've been through, through your perspective, and many times that's, you know, that's slanted. A person can look at something and read something in a way which works for them. And they can you know, learn something. I had, a, you know, I had a discussion today with somebody about davening out loud on shul. Right? So you know, he was complaining, people were davening too loud, he didn't like it, people should be quieter. So he showed me one mishabur this mashmah the session, another mishabur this mashmah. And like he said, we could each fetch mishabur one way or the other. But Lamaisa, I don't like people to daven loud, so I'm going to show you the mishabur that says, even if psychology is daven quietly, you hold that people should be davening loud, because that's his word in the Ramban, even Al Tayyar, and Parshish Boy, and many, many, we showing him. And definitely by this, you know, Bashantiv and Talmudim, this was a major Indian. So you're going to show me, uh, you know, you can quetch a safer one way or the other, right? Rabbi Berkowitz, you know, very, common, very, very often said, you can find a Medrash and a, a Maimar Chazal for anything you want. Anything you want under the sun, you find a Maimar Chazal. So the Cairo who's reading it is going to read it based on his own experience, his own, his own intentions, what he wants to get out of the safer. And therefore, anytime you open a book, you're automatically doing it with a certain preconceived notion. And that's a tremendous chasarn because you're, you're reading it, but you're reading it with your values, reading with what you want to get out of the Sefer, and therefore that's a concern. When you talk to somebody, so many times you can bounce the idea back off of him, and I'll say, listen, I get that that's what you want to say, but that's not the reality, and that's one of the mindless of having a Rebbe, a Rav, a Manik, a Mashpia, is it's an outside perspective, who's able to tell you, listen, I get why you're saying that, but that's, you're not looking at it, you know, you're not looking at it with the bird's eye view, you're looking at it very much, you're, you're caught up in whatever's going on, and therefore, that's the challenge. And therefore, that's the challenge number one, is that when you're learning to safer with your perspective, you're automatically going to be slanted and you're not going to be able to understand or recognize the Galdas of the safer. Chesara number two is that even if the one who's reading it will be able to read it properly, but the one who's writing it, if he's writing it based on his own seichel, is limited. Our seichel is limited. We only have the ability to know that which we've gone through. So if I want to write a book about the best you know, the greatest way to train a child, I'm gonna write that the way I trained my child, I totally trained my child is the best way because it worked for me. And then I was just reading a book about this recently, so I'm discussing that like, uh, th- this is the way, I've tried every other method, this is the best way that works. Okay, that's what worked for you, that doesn't work for everybody. And things evolve also, like we said last time, seichel changes. What, 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 what humans, what humans seichel knows now, what science knows now, what psychology knows now, will change over time. And therefore the things that make so much sense now will change. And therefore the one writing the safer is automatically limited in his ability to be able to write for everybody. We said that Yeshua had the capability, Ishisha Ruach the Marshall gave him a special kayak to be able to know, but, but normally, 
It's Baruch Chachma Razim. The only one who's able to know that which is going on inside of other people is the Rabban Shem. And therefore, the one writing the Sefer, the Mechaber, is always going to be limited. That's Chesar number two. First one is Mitzad, the one write, reading it. The second one is Mitzad, the one writing it. And that's all when, when the writing is done based on Seichel Anushi, based on that which is human intellect. But if it's written based on Torah, so Lachaira automatically, by the very virtue of the fact that it's written based on Maimar Chazal, that should be something which is Shavu Anything that's written based on Torah should be Shavu L'Chal. every single Musr Sefer, every single Sefer Ashkafa, every, every single Sefer should be Shavu L'Chal because Yisrael Va'araisi Bekut Shabrich Chachadu. We are one with the Torah and there can't be anything in the Torah that doesn't sit with us. Everything in the Torah has to stim with us because we're one with the Torah, we're one with the Rabbani Shem, we're all one. And Mimela, anybody who's writing a Sefer should which is based on Chazal, should automatically be able to write a Sefer that's Shavu L'chol Nefesh. That's L'chairo what should be true. However, the Baltani explained to us, and that's really what we, were discussing, what we ended off discussing last time, is that it's not 100% true. While it is true that every year is Shaykh to the Kholias of Torah, there's Klolem and Pratim in Torah. There's a Klal and Prat in Torah. There's things which are general, and then there's when you break down the Torah into Pratim, in those Pratim, not everybody's Shava. So we'll all be equal in terms of the Klal of Torah. We all have a Shaykh to Tariq Mitzvahs. Everybody has a Shaykh to, to all of Torah Shabbat Torah But in terms of the Pratias, in terms of Mashalib Chafetz, in terms of my own, the same Chalkein Nu Secha, everybody's different. And therefore, even if one person's going to write something which is totally based on and therefore, by virtue of the fact that it's Torah should have a shaykhs to everybody, he's still limited because he's writing a piece in his prat, and his prat is limited to what he's capable of and what he knows and what, what his neshama's, his shayrish neshama is. And Mamela, other people won't be able to understand it and grasp it in the same way he could. And Mamela, he's automatically limited. And that's what we began discussing last week. And, and I think we'll just, we'll, we'll read it inside and drop more from there. And then, we'll, and then we'll be able to go weiter. So he says, um, we'll begin where it says, Ela filu yira. So like a little more than halfway down the page on page six. Ela filu b'sifra yira. I show you sedaisim b'harei kodesh. Even those svarim which are based on harei kodesh, midrash chazal, asher ruach Hashem diberbam. You can't say that the what the word of the rabbanim shalom is not shayach to you. To say that somebody's somebody's psychology doesn't stem well with you and you don't appreciate the way that they view the world, that you can say. But to say that the rabbanim shalom, which is teresh b'ksav and teresh b'alpet, to say that doesn't work for you, nobody can say that, right? I show you sedaisim b'harei kodesh, midrash chazal, asher ruach Hashem diberbam. The Rosh is one with this Torah, and we'll discuss that at length in Parakeh, where the Baal gives us over and explains to us what Torah is. But Torah is the Rabbanu Shalom. It's not two separate entities. So the Rabbanu Shalom is one with Torah. Every shmuz that anybody gives, but it's Torah, as long as it's based on Amar Chazal. Amar Meil, it should be etzim b'shayich to everyone. Every single yid, the klal and the prat, Ad nitzitz kal shabakal until the lowest, lowest yid. Upchuse erech shaba amenu. And the person who's all the way down on the bottom. Kula miskashim ba eraisa. Ba eraisi makasheres. Oisam akadesh baruchu. Every yid is makusha to Torah. And that Torah attaches them to, to the Rabbani Shalom. Kanaida bazara kadesh. As is known in the Zara, and Mimela, his Shaila is that when the Sefer is written based on Torah, automatically that should have a Shaykh. I'll just, I'm just going to read it inside the Lashon of the. Uh, Actually, the Ariza. The Ariza writes in Chara Gagulim. Right? He writes, Daki Klolius Kolon Neshamas, Him Samach Ribo Yaser. The Klolius of the Neshamas are 600,000, right? We hear this number thrown around very often. Yeshishim Ribo Yaser. So, Torah, there were 600,000 Yidin that left Mitzrayim. The Klolius of Neshamas are 600,000. I, there's more Neshamas right now in the world than 600,000. There's more Yidin than that, Baruch Hashem. The Klolius of Neshamas and Pratim. The Pratim of the, uh, we could be a Prat of a certain Neshama, but the Klolius, 
There's 600,000 Nishamas. The Torah is the Shoresh of everything, specifically Nishmas Yisrael. We come, we were created from the Torah. And we find our Shwashim inside the Torah. Zarizal says there's 600,000 Pirushim in the Torah. The 600,000 Pshatim in every single part of Torah. And not only that, there's 600,000 in Remez, 600,000 in Drush, and 600,000 in, in Said. Which means not just that, okay, some people say, I have a Sheikh is more to Derech of Drush, Derech Said, Derech Pshat, Derech Remez. And Rizal tells us, no, every Pasuk could be touched up based on Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Said, Pardes. Every Pasuk could be touched up that way. And every person has a unique way of understanding the Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Said in the Pasuk. And, and again, the, nowadays that there's more than 600,000 people, there could be a few people that are connected to the same shayrish of, of that pshah. But be'etzim, every single pasuk and every mitzvah and every aspect of Torah is understood on 600,000 different ways. Api pshah, remez, drush, and sayd. Right, so I don't know what 600,000 times four is, whatever the number is, right? That, that, that number of pshatim, pshat, remez, drush, and sayd in each thing. Benimza, kimikol, pirish, menshishim, ribu, pirushim, mimenu, nesava, neshama, aches, from every one of those 600,000 Purushim, which means in Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Said, it comes out that there's an Ashama of Yisrael, which comes out of one, one part of Kal Yisrael. Ula Asad Lavai Kal Echad, the Echad, Me Yisrael, Yasig Ladas, Haterak, if he Oisa, Hapirushim, Chovan, and Sherish, and Shmasa. Once Mashiach comes, it will be revealed to every person what his unique Sherish is in the Terash. Through that Pirush, he was created. He has a Shaykhus of that Terash. Like we mentioned last week, that's the Indian of looking at the Sefer Terash by, by, by Galila, by Hagba. You're trying to find your ice. That reason I said of a person, Zeichen, you may not even know this. You're able to see every year as an ice in the Terash. Right? How there's 600,000. Exactly how the number comes out to that. It's not Machoven properly because some ISIS are made up of you know, multiple ISIS. So Aleph is made up of three ISIS. But, but there's 600,000. Isis, Shamas, and every Yid has a Shaykhis to one Prat. So Mamela, what comes out is that even that, that every Yid, that's him as a Shaykhis, the Klolis of Terah. However, there's also Pratim, which means every Yid needs each other in order to be able to create the Klal. We, we all need to, we, every letter needs the other letters in order to be able to create a Kashra Sefer Terah. If even one letter is missing, or even a Chaluk of an Isis is missing, all Sefer Terah is possible. So the Klolis, we're all connected to the Torah. Nevertheless, I have my ice, and you have your ice, and you have yours. Every year has its own ice. So if I can write a Sefer based on my ice in the Torah, it may be'etzim be shaykh to you, other klal, but other prat, it's not shaykh to you. And your prat may not work with my prat. So b'derech klal, of course, for shaykh, but b'derech prat, it's not going to work. And that's why even if you write a Sefer, which should be a Sefer based on Torah, there are Sefer like Mesil Sushan, Derech Hashem, any Sefer, which is based on something which is Torah, should be'etzim be shaykh to everyone, but it's also limited because it's your prat on the Torah and your prat's only one unique chilek of that world of Pshat Ramadrush and Sayyid, which is not shaykh to everybody. And that's what he writes. He writes, I raise it there, Klolius, the Klolius Yisrael. That's only in a, in a general rule. The Ashenit, not totally Dorish, but Klalu Prat, or Prati Pratis, the Chol Nefesh, Pratis Me Yisrael, Amishrashesba. Every part of the Torah, the Klal of every part of the Torah, every Pasuk, right? So again, we take one Pasuk, Yafla Recha Komecha and Yashem, right? There's 600,000 different ways to understand what that means. And, and again, like the Rizal says, it may only be in his Galatas once Mashiach comes, but the 600,000, so the Klolius, we're all Shaykh to be Yafla Recha Komecha and Yashem. But my pshat of yahavta recha kamoicha and yashem is different than yours. So if I write a sefer on a havas on a havas yisrael based on my pshat remez yurshan side, 
It's limited. Now, Bekolius were Shaykh to the same Pasuk. But my Shaykh, my Shaykh is that that Pasuk is different than your Shaykh is. And Mamela, even a Sefer, which is based on Mamor Chazal, is also limited and doesn't have the ability to do it. Not every person is to recognize his Makamar Prati, and therefore the Sefer may not be Shaykh for his Prat, even though he's Shaykh to the Klaw. And he takes this even a step further just to prove the point even, even more. Even if you look at Pasha, not even talking about right? You, took, you take the things which are niglas. You take something which is niglas, something which is alacha, something which is black and white. You open up a shabur, there's mechaber, ramah, there's gra, there's beer alacha. You open it very, very simply black and white. So over there, even in the world of nigla, we find that, the, that in, in the Pshat is something mutter, or is the person chayiv skila? It could be mamish benakatsa lakatsa, mamish veelu veelu divrilikim chayim. Which means what the Baltani is telling us is that forget about talking about something which is hanistaris lanu levenenu. Forget about talking something which is much more fine tuned and much more nister than the world of nigla. Even in the world of nigla, we find that two two tanam kareva machlekes minakatsa lakatsa. You can find two different you know, two different sakim, right? You take a paisik from Eretz Yisrael, you take a paisik from America, and it's it's minakatsa lakatsa. Sometimes the pshat that they're having, right? And they're talking about the same sugya, they learned the same mishnayim, the same achrayim. They read the same mishnayim, like we said, you could read the two mishnayim. One of two ways, and they'll each type of the Mishnah and they'll be so certain of the way they type the Mishnah I can't understand those that ask her. I just I was listening to Reb Shmuel first today. He was talking about a Shaila, and he, he was talking about a certain Shaila with something's Asr, something's Mutter. He heard from Moshe's Mutter. He said, I, I Pasha can't understand those that ask her. It doesn't make any sense. It, it doesn't fit in Allah. There's no Makar Bechal to ask her. Now the Marsham, that's who he's talking about, the Marsham Asr. So, Again, he has his klal, he has his pride, he has his pride. They're talking about the same klal, but they're able to understand it in a totally different way. Now, where does that come from? It doesn't come from just that their logic works differently. The etzim, and this we're going to see in a second, it comes from the shayrish of their neshama, right? When we talk about Bishama and Bishel, and that's the example he's going to give, right? Bishama is machmer and Bishel is maker, right? We spoke about this on Shabbos, that Bishama is the Asad Lavai, Bishel is the world that we live in, and Bishama is that world of Mashiach, the Tikkun, the ultimate Midas Adin. It's not that we, th- we like to think of it when we're kids, you know, that Beishamai just was more stern and he was more like less forgiving of people. And he was Dachva Ba'amasa Binyan, the, the girl that comes in and says, I want to be, you know, be Magari, Regalachas. So he was Dachva Ba'amasa Binyan. Beishamai is not forgiving. And Mimela, when it comes to Halacha, he's much more Machmer. That's not the pshat, right? There's a very childish way to look at it. The Beishamai is, he's more like, he's more strict and he's just like, he's looking to like, Put people in the box more, and Basil is more like he's friendly. He hugs people. He goes to Kumzitzis. So Basil is like, eh, don't worry, it's fine if you do it. You don't do it. We could be makel, you know. We'll give you like a hat to Kirif, and everything's fine. And Bishama is like, no, no, no. We, we have to, we have to reyakis. Bishama is the yaki, and Basil is like the kalbachai, and you know that's why they have differences in Allah. It's obviously not like that. The mitzad the sheirish of their neshama, they come from a different world. Bishama comes from the world which is called midas adin. Abisil comes in the world, which is called Midas Achesed. Memela, it filters down in the way they interact with people. It filters down in the way they paskan alacha. It filters down to every aspect of the life. Bishama is a captain. It doesn't mean that Bishama just naturally gets more angry. He had a Midas Achesed that he couldn't deal with. The Shewish of the Neshama of Bishama comes from a world which is called Midas Adin. And that's why, like we said on Chavez, the Asad Lavi will paskan like Bishama because he comes from that world of the Asad Lavi. He comes from a world which is. The, the, the ultimate world, the world in which everything is Midas Adin, Basil comes from the world of Midas Achesed. If you look at the same halacha, because of the Sherish of their Shama, are paskaning opposite thing. Basil says it's totally mutter to do something in Shabbos, and Basil says if you do with Adam and Asra, you get Skilo. How is it Chayach? Elamai, Elva, Elodivra, the Kim Chayim. Mitzad the Klal, they're both talking about the same Klal. Mitzad the Prat, 
each one of their neshama see the klal in a different way, and they'll tight it up based on their shorish and neshama totally different. Nevertheless, they're coming from the same kar, but they're still different. So if an alacha works like that way, if you could have the, you could have the, you know, Rav Shlomo Zalman Urbach Paskin one way, and Rav Yasha Paskin the other way, right? When it comes, you find the two of them being chaylik, and, and, and it's been a katsa la katsa, talking about an Isra Schita and Shabbos. It, it, again, it's not the Pshat that Pasha, they decided, they felt a certain way. Rav Shlomo Zalman's more, you know, Havas Yisrael, and he wanted to be matter. Just the Shosha and the Nasham is different. So if it works that way in Nigla, so for sure when we talk about an historic manual of a name, for sure when we talk about things which are Nista, we're talking about Avedis Hashem, we're talking about a Hav of a Yira, which, which, are, which are inside of me, for sure it's going to be that there's going to be differences between the world of the way Beishamai sees Avedis Hashem and Beishelo sees Avedis Hashem, between the Grad of Hashem between different, it has to be different because the Shosha of the Nasham is different. That's what he says. He says, Right, he's just medayik in the word It's an odd lashon that Chazal use. Right, what should it say? Why does it use So he says elikim is lashon rabim. Right, it's it's an odd thing to think about. Right, we probably we may have never thought about this before. But the name elikim is lashon rabim. Right, it's Lashon Rabbim. Why is it a Lashon Rabbim? So he, what he's explaining is, is that the name Havaya is talking about the essence Kaviyachal Darbanshim. As close as we can get, Havaya is the highest name. That's the closest we can get to, you know, to using a name. Every name is Ba'atzim Etzimtzim. Every name is Ba'atzim, not the essence of the Rabbanshim Khalilah. We can talk about the Atzimiyas. But every name is some sort of way that he manifests himself in this world. Elikim is the name in which he manifests himself in many, many different ways, right? We'll talk once we begin the Sefer about Chesed, Gvurit, Feris, Netzach, Hoyd, Yisrael, Malchus, Chachma, Bina, Das, different Sviris and Pratsufim. There's different ways that the Rabbanishim interacts with the world. All of them come from the same source. All of it's the Rabbanishim. Chalilah to think that Chesed and Gvura are, you know, are coming from a different source. They all come from the same source of the Rabbanishim. So Elu Ve'elu, which means Beisham and Bisilel, Divrei Elikim, is that world of Elikim, which is Lashen Rabbim, Chaim. They're both coming from that same source, which is Mashpia and Mespashi in many different ways. That's, a, what, that's what the word Elikim means, right? That's just Elikim Chaim, Lashen Rabbim. Right? Eli Kim is also the Makar of the Nishmas Yisrael. How is the Shaykh to have one person who's a Yek and one person who's a Chassid? Shaykh that the Nishmas have different Shoshah Nishmas. They all come from the same place. They all come from Taches Kisya Kavad. But that's the world of Elu Ve'elu Divrei Eli Kim, the way that the Rosh is able to be misfashed into this world in many different ways. Divrei Eli Kim Chaim. Which are broken down in general into three different lines. Yemin, small, ve'emtza. Right, left, and middle. Shem chesed, gvurat, feris. Right, we'll talk about this more once we get into the Sefer, but in general, everything's going to go chesed, gvurat, and feris. Right, we talk about Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. We mentioned this a little bit on Shabbos. We have Avram, Avinus, chesed, which is Yemin, which is right. Yemin, etichabkeni. That's the world of right. That's, that's chesed. Yitzchak's bidus, gvura, which is on the left. Left is always is, is small, is the small is, is, is deichek. That's always the world of, of Kavura. And what's the middle? The middle is Yaakov Avinu, which is Tferas. Right? We mentioned on Shabbos that, 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 that there's a big difference, a very, very large difference between Ches and Arachim. We like to, we, we put sometimes words together without recognizing that Lashon HaKadosh, every word has a different meaning and every, especially when we're using words like this, which are, which are found throughout Tefillah, Ches and Arachim are not the same thing. What does Chesed mean? Chesed means Avram Avinu. All the doors are open. Chesed is a spashtas, giving, 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 without any cheshbin of 
the other person really. Right? You know, the, the, the example that this farm talk about chesed is when a person gives, I think the Baltani brings down this example, when a person gives, you know, a piece of meat or a person gives, you know, a tremendous amount of excessive amount of candy to a little kid. That's chesed. I'm, I'm giving so much candy to the kid. Now, if I had the kid's best interest in mind, I would recognize that eating a lot of candy is not good for the kid. It's going to harm him long term. And eventually it's going to, you know, his teeth are going to erode and he's going to ha- have a tremendous amount of cavities. If I just let my kids stay up, you know, till whatever time they want at night, that's chesed. It's amazing. I'm being so nice to my kids, but I'm not. There's no gvura over there. Chesed by itself is a very scary thing. Chesed just means hispashtas, giving, giving, giving. All doors are open. There's no tzimtzimachal. Gvura, on the other hand, is the opposite end of the extreme. Gvura is, everything's very, very tight. You're on a very tight ship. There's, there's, no, there's no room for leniency. The bedtime, seven o'clock, I, you have your, 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 your first cousin's wedding. doesn't make a difference. Bedtime, seven o'clock, you have to be in bed at seven o'clock. That's gvura. That's, there, there is no candy. I, your grandfather came over and gave, there's no candy. No candy, it's gonna hurt your teeth. There's no room for any leniencies. There's no room to move at all. That's gvura. Gvura by itself. is also a scary thing, right? That's why chesed, out of, out of a, a perversion of chesed comes yishmal. Right? And when it's from talk about this, you know, very, very often that the perversion of the world of chesed is Yishmol. What's Yishmol? Right? The Arabs stand for Arayas. That, that, that's how this farm of talks about a lot. Yishmol and the Arabs in general stand for Arayas. That's why right, the, 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 uh, the epitome of, of what we think of, you know, an Arab, an Arab woman is with the burqa and the most to know of it. It's, it's obviously, you know, it's all show and it's all facade and it's all the chitanias. You know, it's, it's all mamish the opposite, right? That's why, what, what's their ultimate oil haba? Is woman, right? That, that's like their ultimate. You sacrifice yourself, you commit suicide, you know, and, can, can, and kill people, you know, for the sake of jihad. You, it's, it's the greatest perversion, the greatest, you know, I'm in the middle of it, trying to cover it up in the most way because it's, it's, it's the greatest perversion. But the, 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 the breakdown of proper midas chesed is arayas. What does arayas mean? Arayas means that there's no gvura. Arayas means I'm just giving chesed, every relationship is a chesed, but chesed without a balance to that relationship is. Arayas, that's what it is, right? That's what the Pasuk says. Right? When a person takes his, takes his sister and has relations with his sister, the Pasuk calls it chesed. What does it have to do with chesed? It's not, it is a perversion of chesed. That's what it is. It's giving to somebody that I'm not supposed to give to. It's, it's being mashpia to a place that I'm not supposed to be mashpia to. Real chesed, or, or real rachim, which we'll talk about in a second, is where this chesed with kavura, this chesed with the knowledge of how I'm supposed to be doing that. Not just giving without any boundaries, but this chesed with a, with a boundary. Gavura, right, what's the perversion of kavura? It's Esav, right? Esav is the opposite. Esav is with tzichla, it's kas. It's, it's where, the, where there's no room for any, any space for anybody else that's not like me. I'm reitzeach, I kill everybody who's not exactly like me. That, that's with tzichla. That's gvura without, without any chesed into it. The ultimate is Yaakov Avinu, which Yaakov Avinu is Tferes. Tferes means splendor. Tferes is beauty. Tferes is rachman. Yaakov Avinu is called Midas Emes. What's, why is Yaakov called Midas Emes? Because real Emes is chesed and gvura coming together. Knowing how to be merachim in the proper way is the proper way. Right? That's what Chazal say, for example, call merachim ala achzarim. It's a terrible thing, right? So the, so the, 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 the Lashon Chazal, Chazal say it's, it's a terrible thing that comes to a person who's merachim ala achzarim. You want to be careful who you merachim on. Rachmanus, you know, chesed in that world is not a proper way. Rachmanus properly means that there's chesed with gvura and that's the, that's the middle, that's the middle kaf. So there's yamin, small, and then everything boils down to the middle. When we talk about the spheres, we'll talk about that the proper way of, of the breakdown of the spheres is always, uh, no one has ever seen you know, any basic you know, chart with spheres is always, you'll see the side in the middle, right? So it starts at the top, right? You see the Keser, Chachma, and then it goes down to Bina and Das, and then it goes Chesed, Gvura, right, left, and then Tferes. And then Netzach is right, left, and then Yisoyed, and then it goes down to Malchus. It's always right, left, middle, and everything has to be, there's a balance, the whole spheres, the way they work is, 
We'll talk about so one time about Shvir Sakalim and the way it was originally was in one line. It didn't work out well at uh, the, the beginning of the creation world. But the way it needs to work is it needs to be balanced. Chesed, Vura, then Tferes. And that's Achoyed, and then it comes to Yesoyed. And then it gets down to Malchus. Chachma Bina, and it gets down to Das. So he's just, uh, we're getting off topic a little bit of here. What he's saying is that there's three Kavan. There's Yimin, Smol, and then there's Emtza. Right? Even, even in Halacha, the way it works is it's, it's very fascinating. Part of figuring out Halacha, part of being a Paisik, is that you, you, have to, you have to have this balance. Right, somebody who's just gvura or just chesed—that's not a proper real halacha. Is, is done with a balance. It, halacha is not even so black and white. Right, we tend to think of halacha as very black and white. The, the amount of room that there is for shasat chak, for hafsed maruba, for knowing knowing the scenario—it's very very difficult. You, you, you know, people call paiskim on the phone and they ask shailas. I don't know. I don't know who you are. I, I don't know what you're going through. I don't understand the situation. You know, give, give me some background, and I can tell you. We can discuss about look, what are the shailas. What's you know what's nagar, what's not nagar. It, it, there's a lot of factors that go into Paschal Halacha. That's Tferes. That's, that's the ability to be able to say Chesed and Gvura, and then to be able to say, okay, what, let's taking all the factors into, into play, taking the Machmirim and the Makilim, taking the situation in front of me, let's figure out what's the, you know, the Derech the, Mamutza, the, what's the proper way, what's the Tferes, to be able to Paschal Halacha. And the Mela, Neshama Shesharash Mambides HaChesed, so Hanagasim Gamke, Mahatas Kape Chesed, Lacha Aneshama, like Beis Hillel, which his Sheveshiva's Neshama was from Chesed, will automatically be night at the paskening chesed. And again, it's so important to understand that this doesn't mean that Beis Hillel is more loving and more forgiving of people and that's why he paskens the hakal. His sherish of neshama is built, is built that way. That the, his sherish of neshama comes from a different makar than Beis Hillel. Kenoid, a kol shekein. And Memela, once we understand that even in Allah it works that way. Even in Allah, there's a difference between even in Eretz Yisrael Paisik and an American Paisik. It's a very fascinating thing. A lot of times you'll find that Ramosha and like Bayashev or Ramosha and Shabbos, they'll be in the opposite ends of the spectrum. Chazanish or Ramosha. You'll find that some of the times you'll find this pressure Eretz Yisrael in America. So how does that happen? People in America are just more likely to be Mako because we're on a lower dargah than Eretz Yisrael. To a certain extent, then Shamas are different. Then Shamas and Eretz Yisrael, the Shamas in America are different. And you can have an Israeli Paisik, a Paisik who's living in Yushalayim or B'nai Brak, will Paskin differently than a Paisik living in America. Not just because... And now the people in America, we have to be more makeup. Shad is that the Sherish of Neshamas of the Paiskum in America are different than the Sherish of Neshamas in Eretz Yisrael. Middle of Psach comes out differently. So if you understand that it works like that in Halacha, so Kol Shekein V'Kal V'Chaymer Ba'an Astoris L'Hashem Alekeinu As soon as we start talking about a Sefer like Sefer Tanya, when you start talking about a Sefer which talks about a Havas Hashem, Yiris Hashem, things which are in a Ge'at to, to, to Oinka Deliba, so of course there's going to be massive differences between this firm. And not every Sefer that's built on Mamari Chazal will work for everybody. It, it works based on the Sherusha and the Shem of the person that wrote it. And the story is that Hashem Alekeinu Right? The Zerakadish writes in the Pasuk of Noide Basharam Baila that who is our Baal? Who is Kaviachal, the Baal of Kal Yisrael? It's the Rabbanish Shalom. The Rabbanish Shalom is the husband of Kal Yisrael. Zak the Zerakadish, Noide Basharam Baila, Kol Chad Vachad, the Fum Shiuridele. Noide Basharam Sharam literally means gates. But the Zerakadish writes is Shiurim, Shiuridele, which means every person understands and has a relationship to the Rabbanish based on his own Shir, based on who he is, based on his independent Shaykhs to the Rabbanish And the Mela, if you're going to try to write a Sefer, Based on Amarich Hazal, which is Shaykh to everybody, it's automatically going to be impossible. And that's the third reason why it's not going to be Shaykh to write a Sefer, which is Shavalachal Nefesh. And when you have a Rebbe, so the Rebbe can 
tell you something and you could explain to him your tzad, I'll say, oh, if that's the, your harigish, if that's the way you feel, so there can, can be a place to be able to separate things. But if you're trying to write a sefer which is gonna take the place of Yechidus, which as we said, this is what the sefer Tani is coming to do, it's come on impossible. First of all, again, you have, you have, the, you have the chesar mitzad, the reader, the reader. Second of all, if it's based on intellect, it's chesar mitzad, the writer. And third of all, even if it's based on Torah, there's a klalam prat. And the prat of everybody's Torah is unique and shaykh to everybody. I'm just going to read the, 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 the Zalashan of the, the Nsikh Saran, which is one of Rabbi Nachman's Svar, the conversations that Rabbi Nassim wrote down from Rabbi Nachman, right? such a beautiful Lashan. It's the first Eisen Sikh Saran, it's a Gishmak Lashan. He goes to the Pasuk, Niyadati Kigad Lashan, Va'adineinu Mikalalikim. Pasuk in Kapitol Kuflam and Hayin Tehillim. David Melch says, Kiyaniyadati, I know, Kigad Lashan, that the Rashim is great, Va'adineinu Mikalalikim, greater than all the, the greater than Mikalalikim, uh, than all the other gods, all the other powers. Zakhtar Nachman like this, David Melch, Olav Ashalom, Omer, Kiyaniyadati. Aniyadati daika. David Melch doesn't just say kiyadati, kiyaniyadati, because I know that the Rabbanu Shalom is great. Ki gadlo sabayri yizbarach, i efshir loimer lechaveri. You can't explain gadlo sabayri yizbarach to somebody else. Vafilu laatzmai, even to yourself, as a person grows in the relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom, it'll be impossible to explain to the, to the you of five years ago, the relationship that you have now with the Rabbanu Shalom. It's impossible. It, it, you change, you evolve. And Mimela, I can't explain it. It's not, it's not able to be put into words. What happened on the first day? Right, the, exa- the, example, the, the, the easiest example for us to understand is a husband and wife, right? If, I may have mentioned this before, but if you ask somebody, you know, what you, you know, ask somebody who's getting married, ask my younger brother recently, who's getting married in, in a few weeks, so I said, you know, why do you choose, you know, why do you choose this girl? It's his first girl, so maybe that, you know, it's, it's, it's not, I don't know if he had so much a comparison. I said, you know, what, what do you see in this girl that you chose? If he could explain it to me, there's already a chasar. If you can give me a list of 10 things that are the reasons why you enjoy being married to your wife and you want to stay married to your wife and you're enjoying the relationship, that's already a chasar. Anything that could be put into words is a symptom. So I can tell you 10 reasons, but none of those 10 reasons are the Magar. She's great and she's funny, the personality, and we get along, and we want to build the same kind of home, and Ashkaf is. Uh, okay, but is that the only reason? Be'etzim, the relationship is built on something which is much more neshamadik. Something which is a personal relationship which you can't and you shouldn't be able to explain to anybody else. The ability to explain something to somebody else means that if I could happen, you could happen. And if you could happen, that means that it's something that's not unique to me. Any real relationship is a relationship based on a shama. I can't explain to anybody else. It's a relationship between me and that person, me and my wife, me and the Rabbanishim, which can't be expressed to anybody else. I don't know. It can't be put into words. It's not meant to be put into words. It's not supposed to be. Real, real people are able to, to you know, build a relationship which is not, be, not able to be fine-tuned down to certain things. I mentioned today, we learned the Chavis and in the Shtibo. The Pietzestin writes that when it comes to a father loving a child, a father could sometimes give 10 reasons why he loves the child. Now, many of those reasons may not be true. And anybody other than the father won't be able to see the same things, right? There's a conversation that takes place many times. You go to PTA and the father's like, are you kidding my kid? Like he's the greatest kid. My kid behaves so nicely. He understands the olive base. And the rabbi's like, listen, I, I don't know which kid you're talking about. The kid doesn't know the olive base. He's like, what do you mean? I do homework. So who has the proper perception of the kid? The father's claiming that the kid's a genius. The kid's the next Albert Einstein. The kid's the next, you know, Chazanish. He's the next, uh, Saul Salanter in terms of his midas. And the, the rabbi's telling the kid's a terror. He doesn't know anything. And, and, and he gets thrown out of the class every day. Who, who's right? So the Pizzesa says that they're both right. Why is the father saying those things? The father has an inherent love for his child. Baruch Hashem, the way the Rabbanisha built it in is that we have an inherent natural love for our children. Mimela will like sometimes make up things even to convince, to, to try to like put that love into words. I will try to pin it and peg it on a certain, certain 
these five milas, these ten milas, that will be able to explain why we have an ahava for the child, for the wife. And I, I could explain it to somebody else, and I could put it to the shadchan, I could put it to, you know, I could put it into words, but those things may not even be true. What are they? They're pushing a way of me trying to be able to, to some extent, be able to put something that's not tangible and not expressible. I'm trying to put it into words. Right, Rabbi Nachman has a term called a hava shabadas and a hava shabayamim. It talks about Torah, and Gimel. Hava shabadas means there's a hava that I have towards somebody that can't be expressed into words, right? The, the words I love you are so cheap compared to the love that we have for the people that we love, right? I love you, okay? First of all, the words which we use way too often, right? We just, we throw them out constantly so they have no meaning. But I was talking to somebody today, you know, Hassan was, was engaged. So talking about in Hilchas Nidu and Harchakas, right? So the, one of the Harchakas, the Harchaka, that's the, the least definable is Chayk V'Kalas Reish, right? In other words, Chayk V'Kalas Reish. What does that mean? Talking in a way that's gonna lead to intimacy. What does that mean? Can you give me a list of words? No, you can't give a list. So for example, the words I love you, you know, you talk to an Israeli, somebody who lives like, you know, by, Israeli, by Israelis, like look at even the Israeli Paiskim, saying something like that, that's like a very intimate thing. In America, we throw it out at every conversation and half the time we were talking to our friends, we hang up the phone and we like, don't even realize and say, I love you. And we realize that we're talking to our friends. It just it becomes natural, something that we say on the phone. So it, those words don't mean anything. But even if we're saying something which is real, even if we could sit down and write a letter to our wives or our spouses and write something and express something real, it, it, it's a symptom compared to that which is really taking place. All, all words. Right, the Valtani will talk about later on in the Sefer. Every, even when we think, we're thinking in letters, right? We can't, we think in words. We, we, we're, we're trying to basically put the feelings that our Nisham is feeling into words inside of our heads. So even before we express it, there's already a symptom going on in our heads, which we're trying to, to grasp something and to put it into quantifiable terms. Now, that's a symptom. So w- when we express that feeling towards somebody else, it's about some symptom. It's, it's I'm telling you something which hopefully the relationship is deep enough that you'll understand that I'm hinting to something which is deeper than the words I'm saying. That's basically what we're trying to do. I'm giving you like a mar makim. Here's an akuda. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Hopefully you get what I'm saying and I get what you're saying and we both understand that there's more to the words or the card or the present. There's more hiding underneath that I, I can't put into words. So real relationships are built on things which are deeper than words. And Mimele, Zaktar Nachman, when David HaMelech says, Ki he says, I know the Rabbanu is great. How do I know? What do I know? In what way do I know the Rabbanu I can't tell you. I can't explain to you. I want to. I would love to be able to sit and explain to you my relationship with Hashem. I can't. It's not, it's not explainable. He says, if you look at the end of the Pasuk, the end of the Pasuk says, well, Hashem, then we can start talking about, okay, practically, what does the Rabbanu Hashem do? Because that's, okay, th- those are things I could explain. So again, you know, going back to the example of a husband and wife. So the first stage in the relationship, where's the, what's the relationship built on? We both know, and there's something intimate and something that can't be expressed or explained to anybody else. Now, you want to know practically, you want to be able to, should I be able to, I, I, I can break it down to you and I can explain to you. She's a great cook and great hashkafa, we, we agree, and she's a great parent and a great spouse, and she's always there for me and helps me. But those are, that's that's already once I'm trying to break it down and put it down into a list. But at its core, it's when we go back and understand what the Zohar says, we understand that you can't write a Sefer which is Shaykh to everybody. To talk about what Ahavas Hashem and Yeris Hashem means, that Shaykh to everybody, it's impossible. How do you do that? How do you write a Sefer which is expressing something which is not expressible? So you could write a Sefer which is a marriage, you know, marriage, marriage help book. So, 
it's talking about the chitzonius, the, the practical aspects of how to build a relationship. But the pnimius of relationship, it's impossible to give over because it's kaniyadati to God Lashem. And the male is Tanya for anybody to write a sefer, which is going to be explaining something which is then a staris lanul of it's impossible. And that's the third chesaren in being able to write a sefer. Number one, Mitzad the, right, mitzad the reader, he's reading it with the, with the preconceived notions. Number two is, Mitzad the one writing it, he's writing it based on his own seichel, which is limited. And even if he's writing it based on Torah, he's writing it based on his prat. And his prat is kianiyadati, and nobody else can understand that properly. And the Mela, it's impossible to be able to write a sefer, which is shavalachal nefesh. Talking, at least it could be a conversation. At least you can explain to me, and we can try to have a conversation about you explaining your shavish on neshama, my shavish on neshama, and then maybe we can get somewhere. But just to write a sefer and to be like, this is the practical guide how to become an Oyder Hashem, how to have a Havas Hashem and Yerush Hashem, it's impossible, and that's Chesar number, number three. So I thought we'd finish that. I think we'll, uh, we'll continue next week, which we'll hopefully be able to explain how, nevertheless, he was capable of writing a Sefer, which is not just Shaykh for those in his Dar, but will be Shaykh for every single one of us. I'll be able to understand how, that the whole Sefer is going to talk about Kenyadati. That's what the Sefer is talking about. He's not coming to give us practical tips, how to make sure that you learn an extra hour every day. It's, it's talking about Havas Hashem, Yerush Hashem, Havas real things which are panemius, things which are really, you know, and again, that's why we said that this is Derech HaRucha Bekatsara. If he's coming to giving us practical tips, 10 practical tips on how to be a better Eved Hashem, you can write that very quick. But it's Derech HaRucha Bekatsara. We're talking about internal things. We're talking about, we're talking about changing something which is not quantifiable, something which can't be put into words. I'm a Melo that's much more difficult, will take more time, and I'll have to explain to us how with Siyat HaDashmaya, he was capable of writing a Sefer, which will be able to overcome all these three inherent challenges which are in writing any Sefer. Shukrach.